I'm Rachel Hernandez, real estate investor turned mobile home investor and best-selling author. I make a living investing in mobile homes for cash flow for long-term passive income. After many mistakes and lessons learned, I've been able to create the kind of life where I can do the types of things I want to do, not have to do. I created the Adventures in Mobile Homes podcast to share with you what I've learned so you can spend more time with family, friends, and do things you love. Mobile home investing can help you get there. If you want to hear real stories with practical and actionable advice you can use from someone who's been in the trenches and who's still investing today to create the type of life you love, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Well, hello and welcome to the Adventures of Mobile Homes podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Hernandez, aka Mobile Home Girl of AdventuresinMobileHomes.com. Thank you so much for joining me here on the 37th episode of the podcast. Now, just in case you missed it, be sure to tune in to the last episode where I talk about my $2,000 nightmare and what I learned from the experience for my own mobile home investing business. As I went over in that episode, it's not always about price. When it comes to buying and selling homes as a mobile home investor, there are other factors to consider, and the neighborhood and the community will determine the type of clientele the park attracts when buying homes in mobile home parks. And to be successful in this business, you must learn to work in areas where you feel comfortable and that attract a clientele that work with your personality. Otherwise, it's a recipe for disaster. So if you missed that episode and would like to learn more, you can find that episode along with the show notes at www.adventuresofmobilehomes.com slash 36. And that is the number 36. But today, I'm going to talk about a question I've been asked by a lot of people over and over again. So I've decided to address it. And that is how to move a mobile home. Now, this is going to be the first episode in a three-part series, as there's a lot to cover. But if you've been thinking about buying and moving mobile homes for your own mobile home investing business, then this episode is for you. But before we move on, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Hey there, Rachel here. Are you a mobile home investor wanting to sell your homes using owner financing? As Lonnie Scruggs, the godfather of mobile home investing, taught and did himself as a mobile home investor? Are you in it for the long haul, investing in mobile homes as a real estate investor? Well, if you are, then there are two laws that you need to be aware of if you're doing business in the United States as a mobile home investor. 
The Safe Act, and Dodd-Frank. Now, both of these laws came about as a result of the subprime mortgage crisis that happened between 2007 and 2010, which contributed to the global financial crisis that happened between 2007 and 2008. And these events eventually led to the Great Recession that happened between 2007 and 2009. So before all of this, there weren't as many restrictions when it came to offering your homes on owner financing as a real estate investor. Though, as a result of both of these laws that were passed, the SAFE Act and Dodd-Frank, as mobile home investors, we've had to change the way we do business and how we do business when going this route and offering up your homes using seller financing as a real estate investor. Now, over this past year, I've been working on a course specifically for mobile home investors on both of these laws, the SAFE Act and Dodd-Frank. And in this course, I go over exactly what you need to know and what options you can take as a mobile home investor to be compliant with these laws. So if you want to get more information about the SAFE Act and Dodd-Frank, and you're ready to learn more so that you can be compliant with the law when it comes to investing in mobile homes and continuing your journey as a mobile home investor, then check out my new course, What You Need to Know About Dodd-Frank and the SAFE Act. Go to www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash course. All one word. For more information, again, www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash course. Sign up today to get the information that you need so that you can learn how to stay compliant with the law and be a successful mobile home investor. Now, back to the show. Okay, first things first. Before I go into talking about the mechanics of moving mobile homes, aka the how-to, I need to go over a few things first. Since this will be a multiple series of episodes, I'll cover in this particular episode when and why to move mobile homes versus not to, and options available when moving mobile homes. As far as the mechanics go and the how-to of moving the homes themselves, I'll cover that in the next couple of episodes, 
as there's a lot to cover. So, are you ready? Here goes. So first, let's talk about moving mobile homes. Should you even move mobile homes in the first place? And when should you move them? Well, let's go back to what Lonnie Scruggs, the godfather of mobile home investing, taught. And that is buying and selling mobile homes in mobile home parks. And for him, he preferred to keep the homes in place when he bought them. Now, of course, this means you have to have a good relationship with the park and the park manager. And this means taking the time to talk to the park manager and build trust in that relationship. Remember, that's what's key in this business, building relationships, especially when it comes to doing business in someone else's park. As a side note, if you missed it, you may want to check out Episode 8, How to Talk to Mobile Home Park Managers, if you need help in that area. Getting back to it, if you're just getting started as a mobile home investor and you're ready to buy and hold, I recommend just buying homes in mobile home parks and just keeping it there, as Lonnie did and recommended. There's just too many factors when it comes to moving these homes. And without the experience, it's going to be overwhelming. Believe me, anything and everything can go wrong when you move a mobile home. Plus, it's going to cost more time and money going through the process, which could be used to find and buy a mobile home already set up in a mobile home park that you can do business in. So if you're just starting out, try to focus on finding homes already set up in parks where you want to work and do business in. But what if you've got the experience and you've done a couple of Lonnie deals, as we like to call them? And by the way, if you want to know what a Lonnie deal is, be sure to check out episode 35 of the podcast, Are Lonnie Deals Dead? which I'll link up here in the show notes. So what are your options if you come across a deal on a mobile home that you'd like to move? And there are many reasons why you may want to move a mobile home in the first place. Here are a few. First, if the park where the home sits doesn't really fit your personality meaning you don't feel comfortable in that park and it's not attracting the type of clientele that you can work with, or you just don't like the park in general for whatever reason, whether it be the park management not getting along with you or the existing residents, or it just not being kept up. But what if you find a really good home and find a motivated seller asking you to buy their home for a really good price. Well, then what? Well, then you have the option of moving the mobile home, 
which is one of the things I love about being a mobile home investor. Investing in mobile homes gives you options, which you can't really find in other traditional forms of real estate, such as single-family homes, duplexes, townhomes, or apartment buildings. Getting back to it, the question then becomes, where should you move the mobile home? And do you have a place in mind to move it to? Now, you've got to get all of this set up before you close on the deal. So you can make your promise to the seller of moving the home, if that's what you intend to do. So you can move the home to a couple of places as long as you get approval for them. The first place would be to another mobile home park, which I've done several times in the past. There are parks out there willing to work with you if they have vacant lots and need homes moved in. Now, I won't get into it here, but I'll cover how you work with these parks in the next episode. If you plan to move the home to another park, just be sure that you've got the proper size requirements, know the hookups, such as electrical, gas, plumbing, etc., and electrical amperage of the home, and also the lot of the park where you'll be moving the home to. Now, if you're interested, I did write an article a while back on mobile homes and checking electrical amperage, which I'll link up here in the show notes. Also, you'll need to see if there are any permits that you'll need for the move, as well as the hookups, again, such as electrical, gas, plumbing, etc. As far as zoning goes, it should be okay to move the mobile home into another park if coming into another area. But you may want to check with your local zoning department to see if there are any size and or age specifications when moving homes into that particular park. If you've got a good relationship with the park manager at the new location, then they should be able to help you out and have the answers to your questions for you if they've done their research. Another option you have is moving the home to another lot, not a park, but a mobile home lot subdivision where you own the lot, aka the land, or you rent the land from someone else and pay them lot rent for having the home sit on top of the land, just like in a mobile home park. Again, you'll have to check on size requirements and the utility setup, aka the hookups, and get the okay for the lot and your home to be moved on that lot from the local zoning department. This is a constant in this business, so it's best to get familiar with these government entities early on so that you know what to expect and know where to go when you have questions and you need answers. Aside from moving the mobile home to another mobile home park or to a lot in a mobile home lot subdivision, 
Lastly, you can move the home to a piece of land, either to land that you own or someone else's land where you'll most likely have to pay lot rent to have that mobile home sit on that land. Again, just like moving the home to a park and to a mobile home lot subdivision, you'll have to check with your local zoning department to see what you have to do in order to move the home and if there are any restrictions involved. They'll need the address and legal description of the end destination and piece of land where you're moving the home to in order to look it up. From there, they'll tell you whether or not you can move the mobile home to that piece of land. When talking to the zoning department, be sure you have all of the information at hand just in case they need it. This means information about the home, including the size, square footage, year, make, model, etc. And also the information about the land where you're moving the home to, which is usually the address and legal description. In some locales, they may even need pictures of the condition of the home before you can move it. This is to see whether or not the home is movable in the first place, in its present condition. And I will tell you, there are homes people have moved which should have never been moved in the first place. If they're not in good condition, it's going to be hard to move them. And honestly, some have fallen apart while on the move due to their poor condition. I kid you not. So no matter how good the deal sounds and how cheap you get the home for, make sure it's in good condition, good enough to move it. Most times, the mover you work with can tell you just by looking at the home. Now, I won't get into the details here on how to find contractors for the move, as I'll cover that in the next episode, so stay tuned. Now, if you're moving the home to someone else's land, whether that be another mobile home park, mobile home lot, or someone else's land, they may require to see pictures of the home before the home can be moved. So, if you're looking at a home and you plan to buy it, be sure you take good pictures of it from both the inside and the outside. In this day and age, you can take pictures using your phone and then send them digitally to be seen that way. Either email it or text it to the person who owns the land or the park manager if you're planning to move the home to another park. Once you get the go-ahead that the home can be moved, then you'll have to start getting costs of what it'll take to move the home, including costs for the physical move, the hookups, such as electrical, gas, plumbing, 
air conditioning, for both the disconnect and the reconnect. This will require you to start calling contractors and start getting estimates. As a side note, just in case you missed it, be sure to check out episode 16 of the podcast where I talk about how to find and hire contractors for your mobile home investing business. I'll link it up here in the show notes if you'd like to check it out. Getting back to it, as you're getting all of the estimates for the move, you'll have to let the seller know that you need to know all of your costs before you can buy the home. Now, you can go ahead and put the home under contract if you feel comfortable doing that. But just let the seller know and also give yourself enough time for the move. If you've got a good idea of where you want to move the home to and just need to get the numbers for the move, usually 30 days should be enough. And if you've done things right and build up trust with the seller, then they should be willing to work with you if things fall through and you need extra time. Again, as Lonnie Scruggs, the godfather of mobile home investing, and my personal mentor once said, this is a people business. If you take the time to care about people, then they will care for you. So learn this philosophy from the start and apply it to your own mobile home investing business. And if you missed it, be sure to check out episode 18 of the podcast where I talk about how to work with mobile home sellers. I'll link it up here in the show notes if you'd like to check it out. Again, once you know the home can be moved in its present condition and you have a place to move the home to, then it's just a matter of getting the numbers and the cost together and coordinating the move. So there you have it. The first part of this series on how to move a mobile home. Again, if you're just starting out and have never done a mobile home deal before, then it's best to focus on finding opportunities for buying these homes in parks and just leaving them there. Of course, you'll have to find a deal in a park where you feel comfortable working in and the residents and clientele work with your personality and where you've gotten the okay from the park manager or the owner to work there. Honestly, anything can happen during a mobile home move, and it's definitely more time-consuming and costly than buying a home already set up in a park where you can do business in. If you're new to mobile home investing, this advice will save you a lot of time and money. But if you've done a few mobile home deals in parks already and you've got the money to start moving mobile homes, 
then you may want to move a home or two. Start out small, get the experience, and see if it's right for you. Moving mobile homes isn't for everyone, just like doing mobile home deals in parks. You've got to see if it's a good fit, and you can only learn this through experience by doing small deals first. And again, you'll have to do your own research on where you want to move these homes. Check with your local zoning department to see if these homes can be moved to the locations where you want them to be, whether it be to another mobile home park, a lot in a mobile home lot subdivision, or a piece of land, whether it be yours or someone else's. Get all of the information together on the deal and be ready to provide the information when asked. This includes all of the information about the mobile home, its present condition, as well as pictures of the inside and the outside. Now, as far as the new location is concerned, you'll have to have the address of where you're intending to move the home to and the legal description so the zoning department can look it up. From there, they'll be able to tell you if you can move the mobile home to the new locations and any restrictions if they exist. Once you have everything together, then it's just a matter of getting the numbers on the costs to move the home, finding contractors to do it, and coordinating the move. In the next episode, I'll continue this series and talk about how to get these contractors together and actually coordinate the move to the new location. We'll talk about gathering costs and working with contractors to move the mobile home. And also, I'll talk about what you need to do as a mobile home investor before the move and also during the move to make it a smooth transition. So what did you think? Did this episode help you as a mobile home investor? I hope so. If you've enjoyed the show and find value with it, please consider supporting the show. I've enjoyed this podcasting journey so far, and it's really something that I've always wanted to do. I'll include a link in the show notes on how you can support me if you'd like to check it out. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes where I link up some of the resources mentioned here. You can find it at www.adventuresonmobilehomes.com slash 37. And that is the number 37. Again, www.adventuresonmobilehomes.com slash 37. And if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with family and friends. And be sure to follow me and subscribe. If you have some time, I'd love to hear your feedback through a short Apple podcast review. Until next time, this is Rachel Hernandez, a.k.a. Mobile Home Girl of the Adventures of Mobile Homes podcast, signing off. Thanks for tuning in.